Before we hop in with our incredible guest here on the Championship Leadership Podcast, I wanted to talk a little bit real quick about my world class, Unleash the Leader Within Experience, a four-day experience that is built to give you momentum in life that will create the movement that will allow you to go out and accomplish goals and outcomes that you have felt like are mountains, like mountains that are almost impossible to overcome. Unleash the Leader Within, you go through this experience, all of the different modalities are strategically put in place to help you to become the person today that will allow you to become the person that you want to be tomorrow. All about creating a life that you love. And we do that in many different ways. We've had incredible results from hundreds of clients that have come through in the last four years that we've been running Unleash the Leader Within. And so if you want to create a new operating system for yourself, if you want to have a level of certainty that would have people respond to you at a much higher level as a leader, inside of your life and you want to go out and have results that like i said you thought at one point were insurmountable and you want to turn mountains into molehills inside of your life and create a life that is unrecognizable take what feels like the impossible and make it possible then go to www.natebailey.org forward slash ulw Let's go! In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, baby Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. We got Chris Cavallini here with Nutrition Solutions. Thanks for being here. What's up, brother? Good to see you. Yeah, you too. Uh, So I like to kick it off. Like I said, we've been doing this for a little over four years now, and I always ask the same question to, to start us. Championship Leadership, what comes to mind for you, or what does that mean to you when you hear Championship Leadership? Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, a leader's responsibility is pretty simple. All right. You have to make your team better and you have to win. And if you're doing those things, you know, in my opinion, you are operating at a championship leadership level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. And, uh, I've, uh, you know, I, f- I followed you and what you guys are doing. I'm a customer. I love nutrition solutions. I love the the meals that you guys send out. I love the messages that you send out. I love everything, everything that you guys do. Um, but I noticed that like a big part of what you do is like taking your team through workouts and, and what, what I can also tell or feel like is, you know, a lot of leadership type training and exercises through that and getting people to see more in themselves and willing, knowing that they can do more than sometimes they, they feel like they can do and lifting your team up. Where does that come from? Yeah, so I was in the military for five years, spent five of the most exciting years of my life as a Navy deep sea diver. I was in a very uh, prestigious community as a young man, um, had the opportunity to be around some just high value men who just kind of helped instill in me a lot of qualities that I was lacking at that time. Uh, The military taught me the importance of discipline, taking pride in the details, teamwork, and of course, playing to win. And, you know, at Nutrition Solutions, obviously, we're 
uh, a healthy meal preparation company. Before we jumped on here, you told me that you were a customer, which I thought was absolutely awesome. I had I had no yeah. idea. Um, but that's good because you can kind of validate some of the things that, you know, that we're going to discuss here. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So like we, you know, by definition and, and, and from the outside looking in would be considered a healthy meal preparation company. But one thing that I always say is we're not in the business of selling food. We're in the business of changing lives. We're in the lifestyle transformation business. And in order for us to be successful in helping our clients effectively get in the best shape of their life and become the healthiest, fittest, most dominant version of themselves. It's very, very important that our team from within is walking the walk and leading by example. So, you know, this is something that is very important to me. Our mission means a lot to me. I take what we do very, very seriously. And, you know, what kind of hypocrite would I be uh, over here, you know, uh, having a company, promoting a company that will effectively help you change your life if my team was just you know a bunch of fat lazy <laughs> undisciplined people yeah. who did you know basically the opposite of what our message is so um you know i think as it relates to leadership it, it, it starts by the example that we set and at nutrition solutions um you know i'm i'm working very hard every day to help my team basically unlock their true potential and basically break whatever limiting beliefs that they may have about themselves and what's possible for their life. And, you know, I think a very easy way to do that is through physical fitness, which is why we pay our team to work out. We do uh, mental toughness training. We do competence training. We put the team in the ice bath. And these are all evolutions that are basically put in place to give uh, our team a, a microdose of adversity, if you will. Celebrate adversity is a core value at our company and for good reason. I think mm -hmm. city is necessary for the optimization of a human's development. And, you know, the more we seek out adversity, the more we microdose with adversity, the more resilient we become and the higher we're able to go in life. So with our company growing year over year, um, you know, growth is hard, change is hard. And, you know, I need to make sure that my team is going to be prepared and, and just kind of mentally sound when those worst case scenarios uh, come about. And the, the the best way to do that, the best way I can prepare them for that is by putting them through very, very hard training, putting them in the ice bath, helping them basically uh, change their mindset, change their body, and again, lead from the front. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. I, I, I run a 24 hour program and essentially doing exactly what, which, what you talk about. So I got a good friend of mine. I was in the army. I was a, I was an officer in the army and, and I have a retired Navy SEAL friend of mine that, that we run that 24 hour experience with, and it's doing exactly what you just talked about doing with your team. So love it. Love it. Um, tell us a little bit more about you and your story. I know you talked about being a deep sea diver in the yeah. Navy, but you know, like, yeah, how did, how did, how did that come where you about? are today? Where did, how did Nutrition Solutions come about, and how long how how long has the company been going? Yeah, it's a all great questions. So, just to kind of back it up uh, from the beginning, so I was actually arrested seventeen times before my eighteenth birthday. Another half a dozen times after that, I had multiple felonies on my record. My childhood consisted of being in, uh, man, juvenile detention centers, foster homes, group homes spend some time on the street, of course, in jail cells. Inevitably, the state of Massachusetts, where I grew up, uh, got sick of seeing me in the courtroom, gave me an ultimatum at, uh, during my senior year, age 18, they said that I could either go to jail for seven months or join the military. So as much as I would absolutely love to sit here and say, <laughs> very early age, all I wanted to do was serve yeah. my country. It was a, a childhood dream of mine. This is not exactly how it materialized. However, the military, you know, not only um, changed my life, an argument can be made that it, it, it saved it. And I, um, you know, jo joined the military and, and had the opportunity to be part of a very prestigious community that, again, instilled in me qualities that I simply did not have. I didn't have, you know, my, my mother had me at 16 years of age. Uh, father took off before I was born, so he wasn't around didn't have a, a, a male role model or masculine role model. And, you know, because of the, the instability during my childhood, I developed a multitude of issues, anger issues, insecurity issues, issues about my issues. And 
I was very violent, very angry, very insecure. And, you know, I found outlets to basically bring about feelings that we all want to feel significant. And, you know, as a, as a, as a damaged young boy, I uh, seeked out those opportunities and, you know, the most toxic self-destructive ways imaginable. Of course, I'm not aware of this at the time, yeah. but, you know, just found myself getting in trouble. Um, you know, everything, I mean, it started off very minor getting in fights and, and, and trespassing underage drinking, um, you know, possession of marijuana before they decriminalized it. But then things started to escalate and, um, you know, uh, assault battery assault with a dangerous weapon that started to progressively get worse. And, you know, thank God the, uh, the state of Massachusetts, um, gave me this, you know, ultimatum and, and, and good on them at the time. Obviously I thought that they were, I thought they were the enemy and I thought that they, uh, were, were, were picking on me again, mm -hmm. just unaware young boy. But the, but the reality of it is the, the people that were dealing with my court cases, they recognized that my upbringing certainly had a, uh, significant influence in the, the, the shape my life was taking. And, um, giving me that ultimatum was the absolute best thing that could have ever happened to me because the military changed a lot of things about me um, and instilled in me very important qualities that to this day are just staples of, you know, who I am to my core and, you know, uh, gave me training that I then applied into my business later in life. When I got out of the military, I, um, you know, basically lost all of my structure overnight you know i was yeah. uh young i was 23 uh, stayed in for five years and decided to get out because had i stayed in i would have had to relocate to a different city and i, I was living in jacksonville florida that was my first duty station i'd really enjoyed the person that i had become i just had created a life that i was proud of i had good people around me and i just things just felt different and i and, and i wasn't willing to risk leaving the city and, you know, potentially regressing and, and going back yeah. to being the person I was prior to joining the military. Um, didn't recognize how quickly uh, regression would be possible when you basically go from, you know, having a very specific mission, knowing where to be, when to be there, what to be wearing, just getting up in the morning and having something to work very, very hard for. And I basically lost all of my structure, lost all of my, you know, discipline and ended up working in a strip club within a couple months of getting out of the military. Did that for a while and just recognized that atmosphere was not uh, ideal for someone like me. I was, you know, getting in fights with customers. I had a very short temper, very insecure. Yeah. Again, still, um, you know, sort of drinking at work to kind of make the landscape of the job more tolerable and I'm drinking and I'm messing with the girls and it was just a lifestyle that just you know as a young man there were certain elements of it that were cool and you know we could tell stories uh, maybe when yeah. we have a drink but it wasn't conducive to the general prosperity of my life so I decided to make the uh, executive decision after uh, working in the strip club for a couple of years to quit and subsequently transitioned into becoming a drug dealer. And from there, I basically lived a very fast life, um, made fast money, spent it even faster, didn't really have a care in the world, um, was just very unaware of the person that I was becoming. I, I didn't have a regular job. I, you know, slept, slept in, partied all night, just again, living this, this life and, and just no real awareness of um, the, the, the potential consequences that could, you know, inevitably manifest themselves making a long story short. I did that for many years and I was in a, a group of guys, you know, there's a group of us, a group of drug dealers, everybody, you know, typically drug dealers hang out with other drug dealers. Yeah. So we all sold different things for me. It was anabolic steroids and I, uh, became aware that there was, um, you know, there was an active investigation, going on the DEA basically created a joint task force with the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office where uh, I was living at the time in Jacksonville, Florida and they were investigating us following us around taking pictures of us 
asking questions to people who were, you know, that, that they brought in about us and if they knew us and, and, and what each of us did. And so I was aware that I was being watched yeah. and what ended up happening after that is people in my crew started, you know, going down, people would get arrested. And what I realized, um, which is going to sound very strange to your audience, but I realized that this, uh, this, this community that I was in, you know, I call it a fraternity, but I, the military was just a fraternity of high value men, mm -hmm. prioritized honor and prioritized looking out for each other. This, uh, this, this world that I was in now, there was no honor because what was happening is these guys were getting in trouble and cooperating and then setting one another up, snitching on their friends, basically um, setting other people up because they simply weren't man enough to be held accountable or take personal responsibility for their own actions. And yeah. even though I was breaking the law, even though I was a drug dealer, even though what I was doing was unethical, I still had a certain moral code that I lived by. And when I realized that there was no honor in this ecosystem, it, it made me realize that I needed to make some significant changes. And it wasn't so much the um, the, the thought of going to prison that kind of ca called me to action to, to to start making changes or start trying to make some changes. It was just the thought of um, no longer being in control of my life, being kind of in the position that I was growing up, right? Not having stability, not having structure, not having just any way of being able to take care of myself. And I really became obsessed with the thought of what my life would look like if I didn't start making these changes. And I'd been doing this for so long. I'd been selling drugs for so long. I hadn't had a real job for so long that I really wasn't sure what I was going to do, what I could do. Um, you know, I had so many arrests on my record, so I knew my options were limited in that aspect. But um, I basically just started reading everything and anything I could get my hands on related to personal development, related to mindset, related to becoming a better man. I didn't have a job, so I had a tremendous amount of free time on my hands. And I just became obsessed with personal development and, and, and what I was doing. And, you know, unbeknownst to myself is I was basically reprogramming my thought process and, and rewiring my mentality. And I think that's really where people might get it mixed up as it relates to reading books and doing personal development. You got to train your mind. If you want to, if you want to grow, you have to change. And we are where we are. Our life looks the way that it looks because of the way we think. And if we want to grow, we have to change. And if we, if we want to change, we have to learn how to think different. So I uh, basically just started spending every waking moment, reading books, watching YouTube videos, listening to disc sets at the time. And this was 2010, 2011, there wasn't podcasts like this or just the abundance yeah. of uh, resources. So started listening to disc sets and reading books. And, you know, inevitably um, over the course of time, an opportunity presented itself to start Nutrition Solutions. Uh, what it was at the beginning was, you know, me uh, consulting with a local catering company to have them basically prepare meals for me and like eight or nine of my friends. And it, it was not a legitimate business. I didn't have a, a, any, any insurance. I didn't have a, any way of taking credit cards. I, nothing about it was legit, but it was, it was the beginning of me starting to segue and transition out of my former life. And mm -hmm. you know, there was some carryover, some crossover, but I would say after about 18 months, um, you know, I was able to finally walk away from my previous life and uh, start on this journey with Nutrition Solutions. Take a quick pause here inside of this incredible interview that you are listening to, to let you know about my 100 mile mindset audiobook. If you would like a copy for free, you just have to send me a quick email at nate at coachnatebailey.com, or you could send me a private message. I'm all over the place on social media at Coach Nate Bailey Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter. You can even find me on the new social media app out there, Threads through Instagram. But if you would like the free 100 mile mindset, so you could create a 100 mile mindset for yourself based on my experiences, my lessons learned from being an ultra marathon runner, shoot me a message. I'll I'll send it to you for free. Wow, love it. Yeah, so I mean that's like 
that time frame, that was kind of the evolution of meal prep companies, right? I remember 2012, 13, I owned a CrossFit gym for a short time. And, and I uh, just remember hearing, you know, locally people starting to do that type of service and thinking that was a pretty interesting idea. And that was before, you know, some of these big companies came about like yourself and really obviously local. we were, we were, we were local. We started off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Very, very local. I mean, yeah. nine, nine customers, if that, <laughs> <laughs> but you're, uh, you're definitely ahead of the curve there. It feels like, like, uh, um, what's, what's that journey been like to get to where you are today? And what's, you know, I think what I always talk about championship leadership vision is always a huge part of that. I, you know, if I'm a football guy, a Bill Belichick or Nick Saban, these guys that continue to show up at the top, like they're competing against the best and they've always find a way to continue to stay at the top level. Right. So how did they do that? I think a big part of that is they just see things differently. They have a different vision that other people can't see and they have the courage to take action on it. So what was that vision that helped to catapult you to where you are today and to where you are looking to go? Yeah. So in 2011 is when I started the company and in 2000 and, you know, ended 2012 is when I effectively transitioned away from my former life. And I would say, you know, for the, the, the first four years was a struggle. I didn't have any business experience. I don't know food. I, yeah. and, and at the time I really didn't even know nutrition Yeah, I was in pretty good shape. Yeah. So, which I suppose gave me a bit of credibility in my own mind, mm -hmm. um, but I, I was very much learning as I go, as I am now. I mean, I'm still learning as I go. And at, at that time I was just kind of relieved to, you know, no longer be living the life that I was. And, and, you know, I didn't have that just uh soul crushing anxiety that, you know, I, I might go to bed tonight and, and, and my door might be kicked in in the middle of the night. So I was quite proud of myself for, even though I wasn't doing well financially, I was, I st just started a business and in the, in the beginning, it is very tough. Mm -hmm. I wasn't killing it by any means, but I was making an honest living and, and, and that felt good because yeah. for many, many years I was not. And I had a hard time in the beginning because I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't quite make the connection between how I was going to go from where I was to where I wanted to be. And I didn't have any passion towards the business uh, whatsoever. I, I didn't like these, this idea, like I didn't like the idea of selling food and I didn't like the idea of having to, uh, you know, learn about uh, how to negotiate food costs. Like these aren't things that really, just lit my soul on fire and right. my perspective was completely different than, you know, uh, inevitably what it became. But in 2015, it was, uh, it, it was a pretty tough year that the company wasn't doing, um, amazing. And, you know, although we weren't doing amazing, I, I was certainly doing okay. And I was certainly, uh, you know, in a better place than when I was selling drugs. Yeah. But I came home one day after a uh, long day out, out and about, just out networking and meeting people. And this is what I would do. I would go into businesses and I would set up little like talks where I would talk to like a group of uh, car dealers or group of insurance agents, just getting out in the world and giving samples of our product and just getting in front of as many people as possible, telling them about what we do and, and, and more so just giving them a tutorial about what they should be doing to get in shape. And mm -hmm. I remember coming home after a day of doing that, and I uh, walk in the uh, the front of the complex I was living in at the time, and there were two detectives there to serve a warrant and take me to jail. And they were, in fact, coming to arrest me for crimes that I'd committed three years prior. Wow. So in 2012, I had been set up by a friend of mine. I'm putting quotes in the air when I say mm -hmm. a friend of mine. Of course, I wasn't aware of this. And, you know, karma came knocking on my door and and and, and the karma doesn't forget. So right. I had effectively thought that I had successfully transitioned away and got out scot-free. And obviously that didn't end up being the case. And I ended up going through an extensive legal process 
where, you know, I, I was charged with multiple felonies. I was facing uh, cumulative 13 years uh, in prison. They uh, offered a, a deal. They, they, you know, it, the, the criminal justice system is a lot like uh, business from a negotiation standpoint to save time and resources and energy. Yeah. They will offer you a, a, a plea deal. And they offered me two years in prison which didn't necessarily seem overly appealing at that point in time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it was one of those things where I had a decision to make, you know, I, I could, um, I could take the deal and, and go away for two years or I could fight. I was, I, I, I was dead to rights. I mean, they, they had me uh, multiple uh, surveillance video audio. I mean, again, I was, I was dead to rights, but what I yeah. did have in my favor is the fact that, you know, over the last few years, I'd worked very, very hard to basically create a different life and not only start a business, but start working on becoming a better human being. I'd, I'd invested and at that time was investing a lot of time working in the community. I had uh, multiple wounded warriors that I was working with from the uh, Wounded Warrior uh, mm -hmm. Project. So part of my personal development journey was working on becoming a better human being. And you know, in that process, I'd impacted a, a lot of people. So I made the decision to fight. And basically, my attorneys said to me that, like, look, you know, they have you on this, 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 and this. And, you know, here's what we could go this angle. And I basically told them, I said, look, I'm not trying to insult anybody's intelligence. I said, the reason I'm, I, I was able to effectively walk away from that life is because I was willing to take responsibility over my life, over my past, and in order to create a better future. So I, the, the idea of going into a courtroom and just attempting to insult the, the, the jury or the judge's intelligence by suggesting that the only time that I've ever sold drugs were these couple times where this guy had set me up, it just yeah. it seemed unfathomable <laughs> to me, considering right. I'd, I'd, I'd done that act or similar acts, you know, thousands of times. So I told them that I look, I, I was like, I, I just, I want them to see what I've done. I want them to, I want to show them that, you know, I've, I've, I've worked very, very hard to, to, to become a, a different person. It has been, this was a previous life. It was a long time ago. And I was like, I have a lot of people that I think that would be willing to speak on my behalf and, and, and to write character letters. And the attorneys advised me against it. They, they, they said that it's not like, like, look, it, it that's not normally how this works, right? You, yeah. Normally you go in and we fight on your behalf. You pay us a lot of money to do that. But basically I told them, I, I was like, I, I want to admit to what they're accusing me of, but I also want to show them that I'm not that person anymore. And I, I, against my attorney's advice, that's exactly what we did. We uh, pleaded, we pleaded, we pleaded guilty, but didn't take the deal. Now that yeah is very, very, very uncommon because when you yeah. don't take the deal, what ends up normally happening is if you are in, in, in fact found guilty or plead guilty because you've taken up more of the court's time and resources, they give you a much longer sentence. I was very, very fortunate because I had uh, a very fair judge who took into consideration all of the work that I had done in the community, on my business, the people that I, uh, you know, employed. When I showed up to the court on the day of my sentencing, there was a hundred people outside of the courtroom there for me to speak on my behalf and to show their support. And that wow. it, really, it really meant a lot. And, and in yeah. a shocking turn of events, I mean, I, I quite literally prepared myself to walk into that courtroom and not walk out on my own free will and, and free accord and in a very shocking, dramatic turn of events, the universe had uh, a different plan for me. And the reason why this is important is it, when I walked out of the courtroom that day, I realized that I was now on borrowed time. And yeah, I, I basically committed to doing everything, every spending every second of every day to work as hard as possible to create the best life for myself and the people around me and the people on my team. And, and, you know, at the time I didn't have a big team, but I had, I had a, 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 a small group of people that relied on me to provide 
you know, for their family and they, they, they relied on nutrition solutions as a means to support themselves. And, you know, they supported me throughout this process. And, and I realized now that I needed to get very serious about our business. I need to get very serious about our mission. And that's when my perspective completely changed. I went from not liking my business and not being passionate about, you know, selling food to yeah. recognizing the opportunity I had to actually start creating a culture that stood for something and start actually working very, very hard to develop my team and to teach them everything that I know to help them, you know, to, to help them get fit, to help them get strong, to help them become more competent and capable. And when I started to do that, it, it, it started to, you know, not only feel good, but our business started to explode. Mm -hmm. focus on culture and started to focus on training and started to actually be a leader, not just pretend huge difference between being somebody who's in charge and being an actual leader. When I started investing my energy and my time into developing my team and making my team better, that's when our company exploded in 2015 was the worst year of my adult life. 2016, the year after that, we grew our company 360%. And it didn't happen by accident. It happened because of the deliberate adjustment and perspective. And because I started actually focusing on making my team better. As much as we want our team just to show up and get better, unfortunately, that is not necessarily the way it works. As a leader, you have a responsibility to make your team better and you have a responsibility to win. And that's what we started to do. Man, that's an incredible story. Holy cows. Wow. And, you know, like you said, I, I can't even imagine having to make that decision. Like you said, just going against everything that feels uh, like common sense, I guess, right. And that the way the system's set up and the way the professionals, the attorneys are telling you, Hey, this isn't how this works. And, and to just still do that. I mean, that's leadership right there. Just being like willing to accept a responsibility no matter what, but just doing what you feel is right. And then obviously that's just carried over into everything that you do up until this point, right? Yeah. So, so we know that as a leader, you you have to own it, right? You have to take responsibility over everything. And I think that, you know, a lot of times people don't really recognize the, the value in that or how powerful it, it actually can be. And there wasn't any intention of, okay, you know what, if I own this, if I go and I, and I, and I, and I take responsibility and I say, yes, this is what I did. I did this for a long time. However, I'm not this person anymore. And and I've been this, this, and this, like there, there wasn't any expectation. It was just the right thing to do. And, and as a leader taking responsibility and taking ownership and owning it all, owning your outcomes, owning your team's outcomes, it's, it's the right thing to do. And, and, and oftentimes when you do the right thing, things tend to work out a hell of a lot better than you think, even when it's difficult. And even when it's difficult to take responsibility and to own the outcomes that, you know, you're not necessarily proud of, it is absolutely the right thing to do. And a lot of people hesitate because they think they're going to lose respect when they acknowledge the fact that they fucked up or fell yeah. short or tr- completely dropped the ball. But the reality is the opposite is true. Yeah. You have the well, there's, yeah. A lot of people could talk about owning it and taking responsibility. And then there's what you did, which was like yeah. 100%, like, I mean, and, there's and no was, higher definition of what you, of it than what you did. And and that was the, the interesting thing. Again, there was no, it was like, okay, I'm going to do this and this is going to happen. It just intuitively seemed like it was the right thing to do. And I I quite literally walked into a courtroom that day thinking that I was going to be taken to, 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 to jail and then sent to prison. Yeah. And when that didn't happen, because I took responsibility, because I took ownership in that dynamic, it, it, it really helped just kind of forge a whole new paradigm of belief around personal responsibility and taking ownership. It's a, it's a very, very powerful concept. And, and, and as a leader, you absolutely have to understand that if your team is not performing the way that you want them to perform, if you are not getting the results that you want to get, like it all comes back to you. It is a direct result of something that you're doing or not doing. You could sit there and say that, 
well, this person isn't doing this and I've told them X amount of times and I've given them this many chances. Well, look, if you're still giving them the chance, if they're still in the position and that's on you, right? Yeah. If somebody's performance is substandard, you need to fix that. If somebody's performance continues to be substandard despite coaching, despite you know uh, training, despite you giving them whatever resources that they need to succeed, then you have to get rid of that person because by not doing so, you're failing the rest of the team and you're failing your clients, customers, and yourself at the end of the day. Yeah. I had no idea uh, what your story or, or background was, but uh, I mean, it's very obvious to me now, like why I'm a customer of yours and why you are where you are today. Obviously it all goes back to your story. And I mean, how could you not work with and for someone like yourself that, that lived that example of what leadership is and creating the culture around that, that can't just like, there's no lucky success stories. And uh, so it's just very clear why you guys are at where you're at and what the, in the trajectory that you're on because of, because of that decision you made. So that's incredible. Love it. I don't know if you know this, we actually at nutrition solutions, we proudly employ convicted felons. We have, not know that. That's awesome. That's, yeah, that's convicted, incredible. Convicted felons, people who have, uh, you know, obviously been in prison, people who have struggled with uh, substances in the past, obviously, you know, when I say we proudly employ convicted felons, there are certain parameters, uh, sure. and not negotiables. Obviously, if there was ever anybody who did anything that involved uh, hurting a child or an animal or, you know, some yeah, yeah. Yeah. unspeakable shit like that, that's not, this is not in the paradigm of things we would ever entertain. Right. But, you know, what type of hypocrite would I be yeah. <laughs> with my past and what I've been through if, you know, I wasn't willing to give people an opportunity that they otherwise wouldn't get somewhere else. And because of the way our culture is set up, because we have an ecosystem that is geared around personal development, accountability, and basically giving the team the structure to create the, 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 the tools, the mindset, the, 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 the physical strength, the mental strength to, you know, become the best version of themselves. It actually tends to work out more often than not. And, and some of my top performing people, some of my best people, some of my most reliable people are actually convicted felons. Mm -hmm. yeah, because sometimes when people, people get a taste of the bottom and you've been to the bottom, hit rock bottom, you've been to that place, you, you, you understand what that's like. And, and, and oftentimes you're willing to do whatever it takes to never return there. So with the right structure, the right, the, the, the right guidance, the right tools, the right leadership, um, you know, people who have been through some shit, people who have had a checkered past, been in prison, you know, are convicted felons, as it were, they can actually be some of your most powerful assets. Yeah, absolutely. So you come out, you got that new lease on life. And, and is that essentially where that's the shift where it's like, all right, we're not a nutrition company. Like we're, we're here to make like yeah. real change and transformation, not only in the people's lives in the company, but also, you know, for our clients. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and before that I, I was also, you know, not, I was focused on just trying to make as much money as possible. And which was quite interesting because by just focusing on trying to make money, I found myself <laughs> not making money. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I was always financially yeah. struggling. And when I started to focus on culture and I started to focus on just being good, right? Having a really good product, having really good service, having a really good team, having just all of the things that were within our immediate control, just be the absolute best that they could be, but not even thinking consciously about the money. That's when the money started to show up. And that's when the money started to show up in abundance. And um, that's when we really kind of hit our stride. And, and once I started to focus on these things, that is when I essentially developed a passion towards my business. Yeah. People talk all the time about passion and you have to be passionate about, you know, what you do and chase your passion and live whatever. The thing about passion is it absolutely can be developed, but it has to be developed through you developing your own mindset and mentality and working on your own personal development. I, I, uh, I developed a passion towards 
building a team and building a culture and and creating a, a mission that you know served a higher purpose and yeah creating a, a ecosystem where you know we have the opportunity every day to come in and, and get paid to help other people change their life and you know every day we start off the uh, the day with 90 seconds of gratitude and then we share uh, a win and that win is shared with the entire team and that is uh, either a customer testimonial a transformation just some positive feedback that we've gotten from our clients because we want our team to understand what the mission actually is because obviously the work that's in front of them every day right some of them are preparing the food some of them are you know preparing the orders doing the quality assurance packaging the orders to sustain a transit across the country uh you know talking to the clients on the phone signing people up etc but what we really do, like what our what what our actual mission is, is helping people take back control of their life, get fit, get healthy, you know, get the energy, get the confidence, right? That that that, that they deserve, and we want our team to understand that, that make the connection between the work that they do and the results that it's having in the outside world, and you know, by doing so, this gives them a greater sense of purpose. It gives them yeah. a greater sense of pride in the work that is in front of them every day. And again, this is the leadership one-on-one. Like, yeah, we'll have to understand the why. They have to understand yeah. why what they're doing is important and the impact that it's having outside of what's directly in front of them. Yeah, when they f feel like they're making a difference and that can be communicated to them to help them to see that. <clears throat> I mean, come on, like, they're going to go to battle for, for you and for what they're doing and nutrition solutions and, and the the difference that they feel like they're making because they are right. Which most companies don't operate that way. And they don't have their people buying in like that because they don't help them to see that. We had a guy, awesome. we had a guy a couple of weeks ago, a client of ours. He's been a client of ours for about three years who flew into nutrition solutions because he wanted to basically come in and meet the team and tell them, just directly face to face the impact that you know they've had on his journey this guy in 2020 was 500 pounds he was 500 pounds seen, i've seen you guys send send some uh like an email or something out about it yeah incredible 500 pounds on seven different prescription medications and i, I mean this guy was quite literally eating himself to death yeah and woke up one day didn't recognize himself and just decided things needed to change and basically went on the war path and, you know, started using nutrition solutions, started exercising at 500 pounds. As one can imagine, you are quite yeah. limited on what you can do. Your, your gas tank is not extensive. We started putting the right fuel in the tank, started getting, you know, started moving his body. And, you know, two years later, he lost 215 pounds running marathons. He lost about 200 uh, 75 pounds, something insane like that. And he's running yeah. marathons now. Yeah. He looks absolutely phenomenal. He's on precisely zero medication. And, you know, having the ability to have somebody like that come and, you know, as he was sitting there speaking to the team, we have uh, on, on a, a, a large big screen, we have his uh, before picture up. So it's, 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 it's a very powerful thing for people to be able to understand the impact, the work that they're having is. And, 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 yeah. and as a leader, you absolutely have a responsibility to paint that picture because right. I wake up every day and I feel good knowing about the people that we impact. Cause I get the messages all the time and, you know, I'm, 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 I'm the, the face of the company. So all this comes to me and, and, and it feels amazing. Mm -hmm. I want to transcend that down to my entire yeah. team. And I realize that they don't, they, 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 they don't see the bigger picture the same way right. that I do. So I have a responsibility to paint that picture as clear and concise as I can, because I want them to bask in that glory. I want them to feel fuck. It feels fucking amazing to know that yeah, you, you, you played a small role in helping somebody objectively and measurably change their life across yeah. the board. And you know, as a leader, it's very, very important. If you want your team to perform at optimal levels, you absolutely have to give them a clear understanding of the importance that their role has to the greater purpose and the overall mission. Yeah. Well, I could, I, I could go on for a couple more hours. I feel like with you, but I also want to respect your time and yeah, uh, to do it again. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, I really didn't know anything about your story. A good friend uh, connected us and he had no idea. I responded back. I was like, hell yeah, someone about my show. Like I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan. And uh, it's just because of everything that you talked about, everything that you do, the messages you send out that, that like, I love it. Everything that you guys are doing, uh, it's, it doesn't feel like just a nutrition company and it's right down my lane, of course, too. But um, so, you know, wow. the, the, you I, we get daily texts and like, I got the email with the guy that 500 pounds. I mean, he looks today. He's like, uh, he looks like, you know, he, yeah, you would literally be about three or four of him is who he was before he started that journey. It's just, uh, so powerful. So, um, yeah, when, when the text came through and he's like, Hey, you want Chris on this guy from uh, nutrition solutions? I'm like, I know exactly who he is and hell yeah, let's have him on. So a uh, huge fan. You guys got to check him out. If you, if you're looking for a meal prep solution, just to make your life easy to, to, you know, cause that's the other thing when you, when you don't take care of what you put into your body and you're really not intentional about it, like they do all that work for you. It's delicious, high, super high quality, great variety. I mean, I could go on, but like, yeah, well, 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 this for, your, for your listeners here, whether, you know, you use nutrition solutions, a company like ours are, are just taking the time to meal prep on your own. As a leader, again, I don't really know that there's anything that impacts your mood, your energy, your confidence, just your uh, cognitive. There's absolutely nothing that impacts your performance more so than the food that you put in your body. Mm -hmm. And as a leader, we have the responsibility to lead by example. And again, the 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 best leaders that I know. And, and you can correct me if I'm wrong from, from your perspective, your experience, the best leaders that I know are healthy and are fit. They make hundred percent. They make yeah. it non-negotiable because fitness is a, it, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a kind of a gateway to self-discipline in every other area of life. The process of fitness, you understand the very real, very direct connection between hard work, discipline, and consistency. When you work hard and are disciplined, consistently over the long term, you are able to experience success with your fitness. And throughout that process, you also develop an association with that same process being directed towards any other area of your life will manifest the same results. Yeah. This is the best way to be able to instill within yourself the very real, very direct connection between what happens when you work hard and you're disciplined and you stay consistent. And yeah. through that process, you then realize, oh, okay, well, I can now do this towards my business. I now can do this towards my team. I can now direct the same process towards my relationships and my family. But it starts with fitness because you you can't be, you can't be lazy. You can't be lethargic. You can't, if you are not the most confident version of you as a leader, you're going to have a very hard time getting buy-in from your people. You're going to have a very yeah. hard time, you know, having people take you seriously. Mm -hmm. you, got to, you got to be sharp. You got to be confident. Not to say you have to be ready for the uh, cover of men's fitness or, or, or whatever, but you have to prioritize your health because without it, you know, without the optimal levels of energy, it's just not going to be possible for you to lead at even half the capacity of which you're capable of otherwise. Yeah. All right. That's a full episode right there for sure. And totally, totally agree with that. Um, as we, as we wrap this up, is there anything that you'd like to live, leave with the listener before we sign off? Yeah. I just think that people should recognize that they don't have time. There's this narrative that is out there that you have time to, it's like you don't have time. You're, yeah. you're competing. You, life, life is actually just it's it's almost like a more just civilized version of war, right? Because yeah. you're going to compete for everything. You're going to compete for the customer. You're going to compete for the market share. You're going to compete for the talent. You're going to compete for the result. And the more direct, deliberate effort that you put into the outcome that you're after, the better off that you're going to be, the better off the people around you are going to be. And again, as a leader, it's very, 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 very important that you understand your primary responsibilities to make your team better and to win. And the way you make your team better is not just, you know, being around them, not just, you know, giving them, I think a lot of leaders think that by giving people an opportunity that that's 
them doing their job. And you have to, you have to have a, a portion of your day, a portion of your schedule, a portion of your energy that you allocate towards the betterment of your team. Because the only way you're going to grow your company is if the people within it grow. If your team isn't growing, then your business isn't growing. So understand that the more conscious effort you put into developing the team, the more you're going to win. And there's just yeah. really no exception to that rule. Yeah, love it. Absolutely. Well, Chris, thank you so much for uh, coming and spending some time with us today. It was It was awesome. I had a great, great chat. Yeah, me too. I look forward to it next time. Absolutely. No doubt you enjoyed that incredible episode of the Championship Leadership Podcast as always. And this is, again, just a, a gentle nudge and reminder to go check us out at natebailey.org forward slash ULW if you want to transform your life to one that you love, to go out and accomplish things in your life that you've been thinking and dreaming about and, and just have maybe felt that it wasn't even possible at some point. If that is you and you want to take your life to the next level, go again, natebailey.org forward slash ULW. Let's have a conversation and let's change your life for the better. Let's go. And no five and no six, I deployed to Kuwait I used to wait every day for them to say Nature going home, I missed my life, missed my wife For 15 months she was all alone But when I got back I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be so I Invested in myself, I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm called to be a leader, I'ma lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer, we can do anything we want If I said it then I meant it, I probably already did Championship Leadership Podcast.